Jubilee listeners, you have tuned in to the Lamb's Ministry Broadcast with your hosts, Evangelist Larry and Cheryl Davidson Sr. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me share with you today from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 17 and 18, and using some background also from this chapter. Verses 17 and 18 reads, For our light affliction which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Pray with me, please. Father, we thank you, dear God, for blessing us with this time of sharing together today. We pray now, dear Lord, that you build us up, make us strong, Father, with your word. In Jesus' name, we pray and give thanks. Amen. And let me engage you from this subject. A prescription for affliction. A prescription for affliction. When we read the entirety of this chapter we can see that the Apostle Paul labored with great diligence, sincerity, and faithfulness. His sufferings for the gospel were great, even to the point of affliction. He described these afflictions as being persecuted, cast down, always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. Yet, with his keeping of the eternal weight of glory in his view, he calls his affliction light and only for a moment. I declare, my brothers and my sisters, that when you feel afflicted, when you are burdened down with the cares of life, just remember the eternal weight of glory is on your side. The Apostle Paul communicated to the Corinthian saints some critical truths they needed to help them get through affliction. You see, the Bible gives a prescription for affliction. Formulated in that prescription is God's great treasure, the excellency of the power of God and the eternal weight of glory. You see, God gave us a great treasure. What is that great treasure? Verse 6 of this chapter tells us, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ Jesus. What is this great treasure? It is the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. Then in verse The first part of verse 7, he tells us where God stored this great treasure. He says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that is, in our bodies. Then in the second part of verse 7, he tells us why God stored it in these earthen vessels, 
he says that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. As long as we live in this world, my brothers and my sisters, as long as we are on this side of the grave, as long as we are in these mortal bodies, we will have afflictions. But God has a prescription for our afflictions. God could have allowed us to be here in the immortal bodies of angels. But he did not because, as Paul stated, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. So when the doctor gives up on you and yet you live, everybody would know that God did it. When you make it through your trial, whatever it may be, everybody will know that God did it. You see, God wants it to be clear to every witness, every sinner, every seeker, every rich man, every poor man, that the excellency of the power from which we make it through our afflictions is of God and not of we ourselves. You see, at times our afflictions can seem so heavy, so grueling, so hard to bear. But in view of the eternal weight of glory, they are really light. They are light or easy simply because we understand their necessity and that God will help us to bear them. For he tells us that he will not place more on us than we can bear. James tells us that afflictions are for the good of men. Paul tells us that afflictions are for the glory of God. David and Jeremiah tells us that afflictions are directed by God and will result in the everlasting good of his people. So knowing their necessity, knowing their purpose, and that God provides the excellency of his power so we can bear them, it makes them light, it makes them easy. You see, our afflictions are not only light or easy, but they are also only for a moment. The Greek word from which we get our English translation for moment means to flow by, to carelessly pass, or to let slip. So while it can seem our afflictions are so long-lasting, they are just fleeting moments in God's eternity. When you look at the 79 years the average person expects to live in the United States and throw their afflictions in with it, and place their afflictions in God's eternity, which goes on forever, their afflictions are only a speck in eternity. So you can see just how light and brief they are. Thus Paul's meaning of, for our light affliction is but for a moment. So we can let go of our anxieties. We can put away our worries. We can calm our fears. And we can medicate our troubles with the assurance that our light affliction is only for a moment. Our afflictions are not only light and but for a moment, but works for us something far more exceeding than the affliction itself. It works an eternal weight of glory that far exceeds the affliction. What is this eternal weight of glory? The term is almost inexpressible. 
this eternal weight is wrapped up in God's glory. You can get a picture of it from such verses as 1 Kings 8, 10 and 11, which says, And it came to pass when the priests were come out of the holy place, that the cloud filled the house of the Lord, so that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord have filled the house of the Lord. Such verses as Isaiah 6, 1 through 3, which says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto the other and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. It is this eternal weight of God's glory that makes the affliction light. You see, it's like a balance scale. Affliction is on one side of the balance and the weight of glory is on the other side. And the weight of glory is far and exceedingly heavier than the affliction. It is kind of like when I was growing up and we had seesaws at school. And when you got on one end of the seesaw and another person got on the other end, you always wanted to be the heavier person. Amen. Because it was the lightest person who got bucked off the seesaw. And this is how it works with the affliction and the weight of glory. The weight of glory is much heavier and it bucks affliction completely off the balance. As Paul said, for our affliction, which is but for a moment, working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. You see, when we do as the apostle suggested and look at what is not seen rather than what is seen. When we look at what is eternal rather than what is temporal. Then we are no longer blinded by the temporary things of this world and are able to see the good of our affliction. We are able to see the briefness of our affliction. We are able to see the eternal weight of glory working on our behalves. We look not at our pain. We look not at our troubles. We look not at our sickness. We look not at our seemingly hopeless situation. We look not at the things which are seen, but rather we look at the things that are not seen. When we look at the eternal weight of glory, we will be able to see the time when all of God's children will get together around the heavenly throne we will be able to see the time when the 20 and 4 elders fall down and cast their crowns before the throne of God saying thou are worthy O Lord to receive glory and honor and power we will be able to see Jesus hallelujah 
sitting at the right hand of God, uh, we'll be able to see Jesus, uh, the one uh, who came from glory uh, all the way down to the earth, uh, born of the Virgin Mary. Uh, we'll be able to see Jesus uh, who came to give his life uh, for our lives. Uh, we'll be able to see Jesus, hallelujah, who died upon Calvary's cross uh, and was raised from the grave on the third day uh, and gave us life. Hallelujah. I invite you today uh, to meet this Jesus uh, who gave his life for you. Just pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask you to forgive my sins. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Lamb's Ministry broadcast with your hosts, Evangelist Larry and Cheryl Davidson Sr. To contact the hosts, call them at 314-339-7408. That's 314-339-7408. Or by email at lamb at lambsministry.org. That's lamb at lambsministries.org. You're also invited to visit the website lambsministries.org to get more information about the ministries. Until the same time next week, always remember, holy is the Lamb.